Father, we give glory to your name today. We adore you. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for the love you are showing to us. Thank you for the extension of your love to us. Thank you for, for stretching forth your hand to bring us close to you. We adore you, Lord. Thank you for all the messages that have gone forth. Thank you for the impartation. Thank you for everything you have done and you will yet do. Father, we exalt your name. I commit myself into your hands tonight. I ask, oh God Almighty, for mercy. Help me, Lord. Help me. Help my infirmities. Help me, Father. Help me to impact people. Help me, God Almighty, to bring forth your mind, your counsel, in the way that you will enable me. In the name of Jesus, I ask, oh God Almighty, for your, for your spirit, even to, to, to be present in abundance for the declaration of your counsel. In the name of Jesus, Father, I exalt your name. I adore you. Blessed be your name, O God Almighty. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. The theme this year has been so, is so much in line with what God has been speaking to us. Hallelujah. The excellent way of love. It is, um, they, they, I know the Spirit of God breathed it into their hearts to, so, to bring forth this theme so that there can be a continuation of what God has been speaking to us. It is nothing different from what God has been speaking and the emphasis of the Spirit in this season. Hallelujah. The emphasis of the Spirit in this season. It is so important because the Bible says, He that had an ear, am I still on? Okay. He that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says, saith to the churches. The Spirit is speaking expressly to us. Especially those of us who have been joining for a while. He wants to lay another block, you know, on our building. He wants to move us further. Amen. And the end of our journey, the end of our, the reason for the journey and the reason for the, for the way is because of the promise of eternal life. The reason for the way is because of the promise of eternal life. Hallelujah. God has made a promise. He has promised us eternal life. Eternal life. And uh, the reason for Christianity, if the reason for man, is eternal life. God has ordained that man will partake in the life that is in him. The life that he alone has. Hallelujah. Is a promise that God has promised to man. Amen. The promise to let us know that God has promised eternal life. When God created man and put him in the garden, he planted the tree of life in the garden so that man can partake of that tree and then inherit the life that is in the tree. The tree of life that was in the garden was an embodiment of God's life. The life that only God has. Hallelujah. The life of the creator. The life of the creator was embodied in that tree of life in the garden. And for it to have been planted in the garden, God told Adam. When he created Adam, he gave him instructions and told him of all the trees in the garden, you can eat, including the tree of life. 
He said, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, don't eat it. Which means his intention is that Adam will eat of the tree of life at some point, and then he will partake of the life that is in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, the hope of the gospel, the hope of Christianity, that the hope of man is eternal life. Eternal life is what man ought to inherit. Eternal life is what man ought to come into. Hallelujah. Man ought to inherit eternal life. The Bible says in um, uh, Titus chapter 1, was talking about the promise which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. The promise according to the promise in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Before the world began, the promise of eternal life had always been. Hallelujah. Before the world began. Now, man fell and went further from eternal life. He was driven. He died in his spirit. Hallelujah. He died in his spirit. And then as a result of that, he began to die in his soul. And then eventually began to die in his body. Praise the Lord. The body eventually died because of the death that occurred in the spirit and then crept into the soul and finally entered the body. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But God who promised this promise, who made this promise before the world began, did not repent of his promise. He still had an intention to give us eternal life. Hallelujah. 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 So, at the fullness of time, to fulfill his promise, he sent his only begotten son into the world so that we might have life. Hallelujah. So that we might have life. When Jesus came, he said, I have come that they might, for just one reason, that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I have come that they might have life, a form of life. Hallelujah. And that they might have it more abundantly, which is eternal life. I have come for that purpose. The thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So the focus, the focus for every man, every believer, is actually supposed to be getting eternal life. The end of our journey is eternal life. So the reason for the way, hallelujah, the reason for the way is because of eternal life. The way is to lead us to eternal life. The way is to lead us to where? To eternal life. Hallelujah. The way is to lead us to eternal life. Now, the devil does everything you can think about to deviate man from the pursuit of eternal life, from the path of eternal life. When he sees that you are becoming too focused, he come to distract you. Why? If a man ends up inheriting eternal life, then the works of the devil in that life has been terminated. So he will do everything to distract you from eternal life. And to distract you from eternal life, he, he, has, he, he has brought up so many things. Some people, he will prevent them from getting born again. 
some like uh, was it Pastor Thompson that was talking yesterday about ways that Satan has you know created different kinds of ways, religion, all sorts of beliefs. The essence of those creations is to deviate man from the path of eternal life. Even when people now get born again, the devil is also there also, waiting to be sure that the essence of the new birth is now realized. He brings religion to the church. He brings all sorts of doctrines to the church to deviate man so that man will not see the way, the path to eternal life. Hallelujah. He brings, you know, philosophy. Also, in fact, the church of this age is plagued with so many things. Religion, philosophy, rudiments of the world, traditions of men, all sorts of things. So the way, the way to eternal life is difficult to navigate, except God comes to offer help. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So once we get this right, that the reason for the way is because of the promise. The reason for the way is because of the promise. Now, nobody knows the way. He said, thou will show me, thou will show me the path of life. Thou will show me <clears throat> the path of life. For in your presence, in your presence is the fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Nothing gives fullness of joy except you have come into fullness of eternal life. That was why John was writing in John, 1 John chapter 1. He said, these things I write unto you that your joy may be full. What was he writing? He said, I am writing to you what we heard from the beginning. What we heard from the beginning what our eyes saw, what we looked upon of the word of eternal life. The word of eternal life. He had, they heard the words of eternal life. They saw it. They looked upon it. And their hands handled it <clears throat> of the word of eternal life. Say, and the life was manifested and we have seen it and show, show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, we declare unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father, and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Next verse. And this is right we unto you, that your joy may be full. How many of us like fullness of joy? It's in God's presence. It's in the acquisition and inheriting of eternal life. That is where fullness of joy is. So what is at stake? Like the Lord told me some years ago. He, told me, he actually told me in Canada. He said, what is at stake is eternal life. What is at stake is eternal life. He said, and the commandment of eternal life is love. What is at stake? He told me that at a point when I was struggling with some, some um, love work. Love work. 
I was struggling. It was too much. And I was going to take the laws into my hands. I wanted to tell people that they don't have monopoly of talking. <laughs> that me too, I can talk. <laughs> the talking was too much. My head was full. My heart was heavy. And I just felt, ah, ah. The reason this thing is continuing is because you are not talking. Get up and begin to talk, and you will stop the talking. And I was praying those, that day, and I heard the Spirit of God said to me loud and clear. He said, what is at stake? I was not seeing what is behind the scene. I was only seeing man and man's frailty. But the Lord came and said, <clears throat> what is at stake is eternal life. And the commandment of eternal life is love. The commandment of eternal life is love. And he told me before that, he said, speak evil of no man. He said, don't spoil any man. He said, don't spoil any man. Now the man I wanted to talk has been somebody or people who has been spoiling my name. They've been spoiling, spoiling, but there's no name they've not called us. <laughs> at times I look at myself, I say, I might see the same person they are talking about. Ah. So I said, let me stop. Let me talk. Let me talk. And I was not going to lie. I was not going to, to spoil. I was not setting out to spoil. I was just going to put things right. Sure you understand. I was just going to put things right. Say the truth. This is what happened. And the Lord told me that amounts to spoiling. Even though I was going to speak the truth, said that is spoiling. <laughs> he said that is spoiling. I, I was a truth in you. told me first, honestly, I was not going to lie. I was going to speak the truth. <laughs> the weight was too much. I wanted to shelve it, and I felt if I speak the truth, it will stop the talking. And then people will see my side of the story. What I actually wanted was for people to see my side of the story because I felt I've been too maligned. Let me speak so that they will see my light side of the story and then they will not look at me somehow. And the Lord says, don't spoil any man. Don't spoil any man. He said, what is at stake is eternal life. And the commandment of eternal life is love. The commandment of eternal life. You see, if you don't see eternal life in focus, you will, not be, you will not be willing to pay the price to obey the laws of charity and then love. Praise the Lord. You will not be willing. You will not be willing because it is contrary, that law is contrary to the natural man. Hallelujah. It is contrary to the natural man. So the natural man will easily cringe inside flesh praise the lord but when you see before you always the hope that was one of the things that helped jesus when he was on earth the bible says for the joy that was set before him there was a joy set before him that he said he endured the cross he despised the shame there was a joy there's a joy of eternal life Set before us. Because of that, you are able to give yourself wholly to the demands of righteousness, the demands of the way, 
that will take you to eternal life. Thank God for the ministrations that have come. So much has been said concerning the way. And uh, thank God, like, especially yesterday when Pastor Thompson was ministering, he, he was saying something about the way being a person. The way is a person. The way is a configured being. And there are laws that configure that being. Hallelujah. So when we talk about the way, Jesus said, I am the way. <clears throat> Nobody cometh to the Father. Coming to the Father is coming to eternal life. Coming to the Father is coming to the fullness of joy. And he said, nobody cometh to the Father except by me. By me there means by the laws that constituted me. By the laws that framed me up. <clears throat> that is the only way to come to the Father. Now, for you to be able to assess the laws that framed him up, so much has been said already, as to assess the laws that framed him up, the laws are the laws that made up Christ. Hallelujah. The laws that Christ, we have learned so much, Christ is an embodiment of laws. Christ is a raising of laws. is a fabrication of laws. He said, we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Bible says, you have not so learned Christ. If so be that you have been, you have been taught by him, you have heard him, and you have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. As the truth is in Jesus. Truth is not information. It's not a body of information. They are actually spiritual laws. Spiritual laws that can frame, that can build. Hallelujah. So the building blocks of Christ are truths. Hallelujah. The building block of Christ are truths. And from what we have been learning, we can break them into righteousness, what? I mean, yes, right, righteousness, peace, or faith, hope, and love. They are all materials that you, have, you find, faith, hope, and charity that you find in Christ. They made up Christ. Hallelujah. They made up Christ. So for a man... To be able to locate the way, you have to locate those laws that made up Christ. How do you locate the laws that made up Christ? They can only be gotten by revelation. Unveiling. So when we say knowing Christ, knowing Christ or knowing God is knowing the laws that frame them up. Now, you know, we can play around these words. Uh, God will help me to be as uh, simple as possible. Like uh, Jeff told me, he said, some people came uh, in their midst who are new, and uh, they need to understand what we are saying. So they know that uh, by the grace of God, I'm a little girl preacher. Praise the Lord. So I will be able to break it down for everybody to understand praise the lord so don't worry if you have not been able to pick anything since uh, thursday you will pick something today by the grace of god hallelujah so christ being the way the way to the promise the way to the promise for him for you to assess the way christ has to be revealed christ has to be unveiled. There are things that constitute Christ. 
there are laws that constitute Christ that must be made known to us. You know, we have heard it. Christ is his faith, his hope, and his charity. If you end it there, you will not be able to walk the path that leads to life. He has to be broken. Now, what are the laws that are inside him that I need to know and access for me? Because Christ is what qualifies you for the promise. Praise the Lord. Christ is what enables us to begin to see the laws that, that, that are responsible, I mean, the laws that will help us or the covenant that is responsible for getting the promise. Every promise has covenants attached to it that you must, you must uh, fulfill to be able to get the promise. Praise the Lord. So eternal life has its covenant, but you cannot begin to cut a covenant of eternal life if you have not been raised by the laws that are inside Christ Jesus. Christ is a raising. Christ is a building. And what is responsible for that raising and that building are laws. Those laws, they are there in the epistles. But God has to open our eyes to see it. So you begin to see Paul begin to pray for the churches. He started with the Ephesian church that God will give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. In the knowledge of him. The eyes of your, their understanding being enlightened. I want us to see those things that, you know, being enlightened, after we began to be enlightened, what are the things we begin to see about Christ? Like, you see, let, let's quickly look at um, Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4. You begin to see, you know, the, the, the properties, the things, the Ephesians chapter 4, so, yes, chapter 4. The things that make up Christ, the laws that we find when Christ is opened, like he was talking to the Jews, he said, learn of me, for I am meek and I am low, lowly in heart, and you will find rest unto your souls. Praise the Lord. Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in Christ, in, in, uh, in heart, and you will find rest unto your soul. So we know that one thing, one law that configured the, the, the summation of that being called Christ is meekness and lowliness. So that is a way. That is the way. The way to God is the way of what? Of meekness and lowliness. These things, they, they, they make us worthy, you know, to, to, for the promise. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 4 from verse 1. There are laws in Christ. Hallelujah. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy, walk worthy, walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. What, where are, wherewith are ye called? Wherewith are ye called? Say, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto you have been called. You have been called unto eternal life. But it says, for you to assess it, there is a work you must measure out to make you worthy of that vocation. The calling. Hallelujah. There is a work you must measure out. And it tells us how this work. Um, Colossians chapter 1 also says the same thing from verse 9. Say, I was pray he was praying for them. That, but let's just finish with this one. 
How do we walk worthy of our vocation? This is the curriculum of Christ. With all lowliness, with meekness, with long suffering. These are things you find when Christ is unveiled. These are the things you find in Christ. These are the laws that framed him up. Hallelujah. Laws of meekness, of lowliness, long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. In the bond of peace. This is and the expression of the laws that are inside Christ. And they are telling us, for you to be worthy, you have to be able to fulfill this. Walk in this. Walk in lowliness. Walk in meekness. That is the way that is being spelled out to us. This is the revelation. This is what, when Christ is unveiled, these are the laws that we will meet in him. These are the instructions of Christ that they will tell us, you have to fulfill this. You have to fulfill this. Praise the Lord. Colossians chapter 1 from verse 9. Hallelujah. For this cause we also, since the day we had it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will, knowledge of his will, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. Walk worthy. You, without spiritual understanding, knowledge of his will, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, you cannot walk worthy of the Lord. Unto all pleasing, pleasing. The reason for that is so that you being fruitful in every good work. That is, if you don't walk worthy, you cannot be fruitful. The fruitfulness of this work is that Christ will be formed in you. When you walk worthy, you walk according to the revealed wisdom, will of God in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. When you walk worthy, you become fruitful in every good work and then you will increase in the knowledge of God. Knowledge of God. Knowledge of God, which is the knowledge of eternal life. Said so this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Now you cannot assess the knowledge, which means for me to have eternal life, I must have the knowledge of God. Now I cannot have the knowledge of God, except I've, I've already walked worthy of the Lord. That is doing Christ. Walking worthy of the Lord. That is, I must have done Christ and please Christ, hallelujah, before they, they can bring the knowledge of God to me, which is the knowledge of eternal life, which is the promise. Hallelujah. Which is the promise. So, Christ is the way. Christ is the way. And he comes to teach us this way. Hallelujah. He comes to teach us. He says, thou shalt teach me. You will teach me. The what? The path of You will show me the path of life. You will show me the path of life. You see, Christ is life. When you acquire Christ, or Christ is formed in you, you have inherited a, a, a life that is of Christ. Now, I cannot inherit that life except I have done all this work. 
Hallelujah. So, and what is uppermost in the heart of man, the purpose of Christ coming, of Jesus Christ coming, he said, I have come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. That is the reason for which I came. And he wants every man to place priority on that purpose for which he came, getting life, getting life, getting life, getting life, and then getting life more abundantly. Every other thing you do that is outside getting life is just a waste of time. It's a waste of time. If you are not engaged in the activity of getting life and getting it more abundantly, you are wasting time. You are wasting time. So, because the devil knows the agenda of God and he knows that he cannot stand and watch man come into this life, he brings so many things. So many things. Except God helps you to redirect you and refocus you, you will do many things without you knowing the essence of living. The essence of, you know, so that brings me to this uh, topic, the more, the excellent way of love. This scripture came to me first a long time ago. I think I've shared that testimony a lot. Because as a believer, you start, you know, with God and your heart is panting to serve God. You want to serve God. You were growing up, I wanted to serve God. I wanted to please him. I was ready to do anything to please him. Praise the Lord. One of the things, I got born again into religious uh, atmosphere. You would call us SU. I was an SU. And uh, on campus then, the, there was a mixture of SU and uh, some kind of liberty in the fellowship because it was campus fellowship. But there was this thing on written code. The religious thing was kind of stronger so that if you, if you get born again, and then you are able to change your palmed hair to natural hair, and then you begin to weave your hair, you are counted as being sober. And then those who don't wear earrings, they are counted as being what? More sober than those of us who were wearing earrings. And I looked at it, I was confused. I didn't know what was right. And then, right from that time, I, in my heart, there's always a desire to want to get it right. What exactly is right? I want to know. Lord, is it earring? If it is earring that makes me acceptable to you, I'm ready to do without earrings. So I was hard skinned in my heart. There were so many, you know, opinions and all those things, but I wanted the Lord to let me know what was right. So what I did was I removed my earrings. Some people then, they would remove their earrings and throw it away. I couldn't throw my own away because it was not panda. So I removed it. You know, panda is GL. <laughs> I removed it, the earring, my chain, and gave them back to my mother. Because it cost her some money. I couldn't throw it away. If I can't wear it, she can wear it. So I gave her, I said, mommy, take. I don't think I want to wear this thing again. Ah, my mother said, hey, she's removing earring now. She's beginning to remove earring go. So I went fasting, asking the Lord, is it earring or is it not earring? I fasted for one week and the Lord didn't answer me. He didn't say anything. So when he didn't say anything, I collected my earrings back from my mother. 
and started wearing it. But he now answered me later. How did he answer me? I came across a book of Kennedy Hagen, Growing Up Spiritually. I read that book, and all I could see in that book, that spiritual spirituality is a journey, is a love journey. All I could see in that book, it just gave me a direction of growth. That if you want to say you are growing up spiritually, it means you are appreciating in the love work, yes. your love life. I just got it, and that cleared religion from my mind. Completely, I was free from religion. Even though I still had to abide by some laws, you know, laws of not making up and all those things, I had to obey all those ones because of the brethren. Because of what was prevalent then, it would be stupid of me. I will cause confusion and cause unnecessary strife. It is lack of wisdom that will make you behave disorderly in an environment where a, a particular set of belief is in place. You don't have wisdom. Yes, you don't have wisdom. And wisdom is part of Christ. If a Christ is wisdom, that's another thing we must learn. We will, have, we will get there. If you are learning Christ... Christ is the wisdom of God and is the power of God. Hallelujah. Christ will make you wise. Christ, if you, are, if you say you are learning Christ and you are not becoming wise, the wisdom that is from above, then you, are not, you have not really touched the core of Christ. You will see people behave unruly, unseemly. You say, Lord, charity behave, does not behave unseemly. That is, does not behave that unseemly is um, disorderly, rudely, rudely. You see, I, I had to let, I, the Lord taught me that also growing up. A lot of things I'll be sharing today are things, you know, judgments the Lord communicated to me growing up. You know, in my, by the time I was getting to my final year, I had come across people who had revelation. That revelation, revelation from, that is higher than the prevalent, uh, uh, what is it called now? Religion. So we used to call religious people SK people, sense knowledge people. It shows that our revelation is not yet perfect. Praise the Lord. Because when your revelation is perfect, you know how to love the saints and bear people at their own level and honor them at their own level. Praise the Lord. Those are things the Lord taught me. You know? So I, I became, you know, revelational pro, prone. And I used to attend a fellowship then. In Ondo Town, Scripture Union Fellowship. Sure, you understand. Now, now I have revelation. You can put lipstick. You can put uh, this in. And so I went to Scripture Union Fellowship <laughs> without covering my hair. I have revelation, but no wisdom. The person of Christ has not been revealed to me. Because when you touch, when you touch, when you begin to touch Christ, you begin to touch wisdom, wisdom of relationship. Wisdom for life. Wisdom that will not cause strife. Shall you understand? Those are the things we begin to touch in Christ. Praise the Lord. So I went, I went to the fellowship. I didn't cover my hair. I put my lipstick and I sat down. When I sat down, oh my God. The Spirit of God was moving everywhere except around me. I was, you know, like rain is falling everywhere and there's an umbrella on you. That was the way I felt in that fellowship that day. I sat down and everybody was rejoicing, but there was no flow in my spirit. I had gripped the spirit by my action. 
the spirit was grieved. Uh, how did I grieve the spirit? I grieved the brethren. I grieved the brethren. They were grieved by that action. Paul said, if my eating meat will grieve my brother, he said, I will not eat meat while the world standeth. So it's not about what I know now. I was going there based on what I know. But they were grieved. So everywhere at that fellowship, I couldn't participate in the fellowship that day. The brethren were grieved. So I got home and I knelt down to pray. And while praying, I see that the Holy Ghost was so grieved. So I was asking, Lord, what is, what is happening? What did I do? What, what happened? Why, why am I not being able to assess you and commune with you? And he said, loud and clear, with a very stern voice, you shouldn't have gone to that fellowship like that. Ah, I broke down and I cried. I wept. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I'm sorry. I thought I had revelation, <laughs> but I was not wise. <laughs> so, I repented. And then the following week, was fellowship and God when you say God catch person God caught me that day that fellowship that day was question and answer you can imagine the questions that came should Christians make up should Christians wear lipstick should Christians do this one should they not cover their hair that, those things were unnecessary I caused that wahala and me that came, I had repented. The Lord I had broken down, I had wept before the Lord. And when I was going to that fellowship the following day, there was no, I had to tie my scarf, there was no lipstick. But they couldn't pick it that I had repented. So I, of course, I was not offended at all. So they started answering questions. Jezebel, the first person to make up in the Bible was Jezebel. Jezebel. You know that one? You know, go vex. I, I caused it. So I was not angry at, I was not hungry. I was so much at peace with myself. When we finished, I went around and hugged everybody. Hugged everybody. You know, that was love at milk level that the Lord taught us with faith towards God. Where am I going? Every starter of the knowledge of God is, has love embedded in it. Because the God... The milk of God is milk of God. And God is love. So you start learning love, even from that elementary level. I was so, in my heart was so free. I was not angry. I was, I was, if I was so free because I had sorted out things with the Lord before coming. So I hugged them. They were surprised. Ah, why is she still hugging us after we finished that? <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So we left that. And then I moved on. Of course, I moved on. I didn't go to the fellowship again. Um, Apostle Akinola had come to time, town. So I started attending the church. That was my end with uh, SU fellowship. Praise the Lord. What am I trying to say? This word, the excellent way. I said I really loved to serve God. Because God, somewhere, the Lord had told me I was going to serve him in ministry. So... My years, especially my 20s, all I was, I was doing was, God, use me. 
and we pray out fast seven days. All my prayer points, I didn't have prayer points apart from, Lord, use me. Use me, oh God. Use me, oh God. Use me, oh God. I want you to use me. Use me. Use me. Use me. Use me, oh God. So there was this day, I can just declare for seven days, three days, like that. Use me. Use me. Use me. Until this day, I was uh, fasting. And then the sixth day, the sixth night, I've shared this testimony before. A lot of us know it. I'm just talking about this excellent way. The sixth day, I was going to break the following day, seventh day. So I was expecting some, mm, some thunderings and uh, this thing, trumpeting, you know, for God to come and be God begin to talk, my daughter, my daughter, these six days you have been fasting, seeking my face that I should use you. I, want, yeah, I was expecting God to say, I will use you. I will so use you. I will anoint you. You will fast. You will be this. You will be that. I was praying. I knelt down and prayed. I was praying. And I just heard, go and hug Tessie. Ah. I said, Tessie, six days of fasting. Six days of fasting. Uh, go and hug Tessie. Ah. I said, Tessie. Now, a lot of us have heard the story of Tessie. Was a sister. We were in church together. We had a misunderstanding. She clearly misunderstood me. Clearly. And she started behaving funny. And because of the Hagen love I have learned, I don't allow such things around me. That's why you see me a lot of times. I like dialogue. Let's talk. Let's see what is causing the trouble. Can, what can we avoid? What can be avoided so that we can walk, you know, uh, flawlessly in love towards one another? It works with some people. Some people, it doesn't work at all. Praise the Lord. So when it doesn't work, you just pack it up and then forget it. So I called her. I said, Tessie, what is it? What did I do? Why are you behaving like this? She ignored me. Said, I said this. I said, no, 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 no. I didn't mean what you are saying. You misunderstood me. I tried to explain. She would not listen. She will continue again. We're working in the same office. I was the one that brought her to that office. Praise the Lord. I was her boss. She will enter the office, greet everybody. Hello, hello. Ah, good morning, Miss Adis. Good morning, Miss Adis. You know when there's quarrel, you greet it all. And then when you guys say hi. <laughs> so she greeted, she would not greet me. I said, ah, good morning, Tessie. Okay, hello. Ah, we're in the same church. I was the one that brought her to the office. So I was troubled because of milk love and conscience. You don't want anything to be between you and anybody. Relationship, you want it to be clean. So you call, ah, what this thing? I called her again. She didn't stop. So I went to my pastor's wife. I said, Joe, help us judge this matter. In my effort to be at peace, you know, because peacemaking is part of Christ. You don't understand. You know, we talk about making peace with God, which is very true. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Bless are they, bless are they, bless are the peacemakers. Peacemakers means making peace with God, reconciling your ways with God's standards. Praise the Lord. But you see, there is no way you can be making peace with God and you not be at peace with man. It's not possible. It's not possible. What how we know that you are making peace with God is that you are making peace with man. Bible says, as much as a light within you, I'm already preaching Christ too. 
I'm already talking about the way. The excellent way. As much as it lies within you, be at peace with all men. He said, he that will love life and see good days, let him keep his mouth from what guile. Let him seek peace and pursue it. You know, we say it is seeking peace with God. When you are seeking peace with God, you are also seeking peace with man. Making peace with man. He said, follow peace with all men. And holiness, without which no man shall see. Are you seeing? Seeing God, there is seeing eternal life. Seeing God, that is knowing God. You can't know God. Now, religious people yanked away that place of follow peace with all men. And they hammer on, without holiness, no man can see God. They don't talk about follow peace with all men. That's how you know religious people. Because the ability to make peace is not in them. Religious people, mm -mm. you they hammer holiness. I used I lived in a compound where we had Christians who we talk about holiness, don't fornicate, don't this do this one. But when it comes to letting go for one another, that one is not in their dictionary at all. It is holiness. Without holiness, no man will see God. Uh, when they are ready to fight anybody, if they told me to come and fight a fight that time, I said, this is my law. They said, are you not a lawyer? This one, that one. Ah, I said, this law I read. I don't use it to defend myself. Oh. I use it to eat. <laughs> it's, it's not for taking my, my DC to court because I know law. Say, ah, you have to. And I saw them Christians who preach holiness. They could not make broker peace. What did we do? Very simple. They increased our rent by 100%. Is their house. It's not my house. If you can't pay, pack and go. They said, no, they will go to court. They will just say, court. So what we did was go and meet the landlord. That lady said, this increase is too much. We can't pay it. That is you will help us. Have mercy. Instead of saying, ah, how can you? How dare you change it? This, this, please. Reduce it for us. And she said, Silent, you are the only one I will reduce. For. These other ones, they will pay. If they don't pay, they will go out. <laughs> and the Lord told us then, He said, Go and pay your rent and be humble. It's not yet time for you to leave. So for us to be humble, we have to make peace. Yeah. We have to beg yeah. and be humble. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Because the path God is taking you through, you don't even know it. What am I trying to say? Follow peace with all men. And holiness. Without which, there is no holiness without love. Your holiness that is without love is religion. And is mean. Yes, religion, religious people are mean. There is no um, compassion, no mercy. All they know is don't fornicate. I don't fornicate. I don't do this one. I don't, I don't steal. You know, at times you prefer to relate with somebody who fornicates and is tender and is compassionate. You know that fornication, that person will never have right. It's broken. Praise the Lord. I, I hope we are seeing something. I, I pray God will help us to see something. So, 
We had to go and to go and beg, and we made peace. Till tomorrow, we are friends. Till tomorrow, we are friends. So, this is my sister. I went to my pastor's wife. I said, see what is happening. I have called this my sister. I have explained to her. I have begged. In the process of making peace, at times you have to beg, even when you are not wrong. Just because you want to, you want to see God. Well, you know, I said something. If eternal life is not in focus, a lot of things, you will not do them. But if the hope of eternal life is in focus, and you will do some things. You say, is that, let me get life. Is that what you want? Please, let's, let's end it here. So I took her to my pastor's wife. I said, I beg, pastor's wife, please help us judge this case. If you say I'm wrong, I'm ready to beg. If you say I am wrong, oh, I am ready to beg. This is what happened. I said it. She said her own. Pastor's wife said, ah, ah. She, she has explained to you that that's not what she didn't mean what you are saying. What is, and she has explained to you several times, and this thing is not a serious thing. Why are you holding it this long? We left there. She was not pacified. Ah, ah. Me, self, I can't tire. I said, okay, if I have done this, I have done this, I have done this. I don't know what else to do. So let me give you your space. So I gave her her space. So I left her with all that high, 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 high. We continued high, high. And I, because to me, I've done all I could do to maintain peace. She was not ready to maintain peace. If you now you, what will you do? Eh? You give her her space, her space. So I gave her her space. And I started talking to God. Use me, Ojare. <laughs> use me, Ojare. Don't mind this, my sister. Use me. Better use me. I'm ready to be used of you. And then... After six days fast, I just heard, go and hug Tessie. I said, ah, Tessie came. But he bet Tessie, I begged Tessie, I've carried Tessie to pass his wife. What I said, go and hug Tessie. He didn't say anything again. Not that I didn't want to go and hug Tessie. Even Tessie will find it strange. Because we have, not, we have kept our space. <laughs> so it will be odd. And I didn't have energy to go and hug her. So I just, I just that, that was the end of praying that night. I stopped praying. I stopped praying. I got up. And the Lord stopped talking. He didn't say anything again. He didn't say anything again. End of story. Fortunately, the following day was uh, church. And we went to church. I saw Tessie sit, I mean, sitting maybe on the same row with me or behind me. I didn't have energy to go and hug. Even though I wanted to obey that commandment. So... We finished praying, singing, and Pastor just came up by the Spirit and said, Go round and hug two or three people. Oh my God. Oh my God. Mercy has come for me to obey commandments. I just rushed for Tessie and hugged Tessie. And after I said I did that, the Lord resumed talking. He said, You have been fasting for the past six days. Asking me to use you. You have been fasting for six days. Asking me to use you. You want to serve me. You want to serve me. You've been fasting and praying. He said, this is the excellent way. He said, this is the excellent way to serve me. 
From that, what I discovered with time is that God is more interested in my formation than what I do for him. Serving God to me means doing ministry. You know, maybe preaching or, you know, doing some funny things. But God was more interested in a person rising. In a person being built. Now, you are not built except you obey the laws that formed Christ. Your building, your formation is by doing those things that is revealed inside him. Now, God made that clear to me. said, I am more interested in you being able to do what is right, what I call right, than fasting and all those things. In fact, doing that step of going to hog Tessie amounts is better than seven days of fasting and 20 hours of praying in tongues. Just that step. Praise the Lord. What, why am I saying this? God wants us to understand the path to life. The path to life is in Christ Jesus. If I, he is the way, how is he the way? The things that made him up, they are the path to life. Praise the Lord. He being revealed to us and you obeying what is being revealed. By so doing, you know what happened? That was the end of this trouble, the strife. It ended that day. Till tomorrow, we are friends. Just that singular step. We are friends. And then you see, it was the wisdom of God. God was not expecting me to go and sit her down again because that one didn't work. Because I mean, it's not everybody that is easily entreated. If you come to me and you, that's why you see me and Pastor Thompson are very good friends. You know why? <laughs> Pastor Thompson knows how to break easily. Sorry, Pastor Thompson, that's our secret. Eh? If I say, I will call him inside, I say, Pastor Thompson, this one, this one, this one, it should not be like this. At times, he will lie flat on the floor and say, Mommy, I'm sorry. I didn't know. That one is enough to melt my heart. In fact, I'll go and beg him again. I'll say, hey, Pastor, did I, did I harass you that time? I'm sorry for harassing you. We begin to play again. Praise the Lord. Very easy. It is wisdom that is from above. Have you, have you ever read it before? In uh, James. He said, the wisdom that is from above. It's first pure. It's peaceable. Peaceable wisdom. That is Christ is wisdom. Christ is made unto us what? Wisdom. Wisdom. So when you are wise, those are attributes you will, when you are, when you are seeing Christ, you are peaceable, easily entreated, full of mercy. Without partiality. Let's give me, give me that. Uh, listen, we need to see. And that is the way. Yes, <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is uh, James. Abby. James chapter. I think it's chapter 3, Abby. Eh? Or chapter. I think it's 3. Let me see. 
Yes, chapter 3, from verse 13. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Who is a wise man? That is, who not this wisdom is not the wisdom of the world. It is who, who has been, who has God communicated wisdom to? Who has God enlightened? Who has God filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that will cause you to do what? To walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. You need this wisdom to walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. Praise the Lord. Being fruitful in every good work. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation, a good conversation. There is a conversation that is in Christ Jesus that we have to learn and we have to live by. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good conversation is work with meekness of wisdom. But if ye have bitter envying and strife in your heart, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, is sensual, and is devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is what? Is first, is pure, then is peaceable. That's, this, this is Christ's level. This is Christ's level. This is Christ's level. This is the way. This is the way. The way. This, if you are raised with these things, you are, you are raised with Christ, with the laws that made up Christ. He's peaceable. He's gentle. He's gentle. I told us a vision the Lord showed me some time ago. He was talking to me. He said, I want you to be more gentle. Because naturally, I am not gentle. Gentle in the sense that maybe I can harass. Har and I won't harass you. I'm not a mad person. I won't harass you if you have not done. If you are doing well, I won't harass you. I don't harass. Anyhow, you must have done something for me to harass you. But when I harass, if I harass too much, because of a law that is on my inside, it, there's a law It's written there. If I, I know when I cross my boundary, I go and beg. I go and apologize. I have crossed my boundary. And it doesn't matter who the person is. If I, my daughter gets embarrassed when I apologize to her, say, oh, no, mommy, why, why, why? I said, no, but I shouted. I said, no, 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 mommy, don't beg. Why are you apologizing to me? It's a law inside me. It's a law. It's, it's there. Hallelujah. It's there. I'm not perfect yet, but the Lord came and said, I want you to be more gentle. Hmm? The Bible, there's a place in the Bible that talks about the gentleness that is in Christ. It's a law, law of gentleness is in Christ. Hallelujah. Are you seeing, are you seeing the way? Are you seeing the way? Ha! This way is the way that leads to life. When you exercise yourself in these laws, you discover you begin to grow. You begin to add stature. Stature of gentleness, stature of meekness, stature of peace. 
So the Lord said, I want you to be more gentle. And I was not getting it. You know, I want to be gentle. But you know, there's law of not being gentle on the inside. That the law, the only thing that will knock it off is obeying that law, or that, that instruction that God gives. So when I goof, I say, okay, now I've goofed. Okay, I'm here. I'm sorry. Mommy has shouted. Mommy is sorry. They, will laugh, they will start laughing. Well, now they don't, they even know me now. They want to read me free. When I say, hey, you did this, so hey, I will show you pepper. They will start laughing. I swear, and Tim for said, Mommy, we know you, you don't know how to fight. You will soon come and beg. <laughs> yes, so we know you, you don't know how to fight, Joe. You will soon come and beg. Yes, I don't know how to fight. I should not know how to. I should not know how to. Yes, I should not know how to. So, one of those things, the Lord was. He wanted me to understand what he was trying to say. I just broke into a vision. I now saw heavenly beings. I'm sure if I stand up, you will still see me. The video will still capture me, Abby. Will I disrupt your video? I saw heavenly beings arrayed. They stood. What I saw, I saw men who were configured in peace. Ah! Configure, it's a configuration. They are not trying to be gentle. <laughs> Did you understand what I'm saying? They are not trying to be gentle. They have been configured in gentility, gentleness. All of them like that. I just saw them arrayed. Ha! Ah, I looked at them. Mofi beta. You know what they say, Mofi beta? I started wailing. Wailing. These men, there's nothing you can do to them. They will respond in gentleness. Say, oh, why did you do this? They don't respond in gragra. I wailed. Yeah. I said, ha. God was showing me this is how I want you to be. <laughs> This is the way. Is the way to eternal life. Stature of gentleness. I wept for weeks. It was like I was being tormented. When we are in meeting, the vision of that this will just come again. I will fall on the floor, begin to cry. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, oh, help me, oh, 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 oh. Pastor Thompson, say, you know, my own revelation is very small. This is very small. I don't know big revelation. Say, you understand. But these are the things I, I learned along the path of journeying. I started screaming. I started screaming. That, you know, that's the one thing, somebody I know that is close to that configuration is my husband. He's so soft-spoken. And the thing catches my heart. When I come with my gragra, he will just respond with so much meekness. And one day I say, where did you learn this wisdom from, Seth? This wisdom that is, when you are coming with gragra, you'll be ashamed with his response. Say, eh, Koribe. And he will take time to explain. And at times, he will even apologize for what is not wrong. Oh, he will have to say, okay, Daddy Jimmy, forgive me. I'm sorry. I will not feel weak. 
unashamed. So you understand? How few we, by that action, he has been able to arrest something. And I admire it. One day I looked at him, one day I, I said, let's talk. Let's, because you have to talk. Relationship thrives on, com, you know, communication. Communication. What did you say? Did you say it like this? Did you mean this? He said, no, I don't mean it like that. Okay, I want you to explain. So we're talking that day. I, I, this, I, he came with so much meekness and gentleness that I started saying, I'm sorry. So where did you learn this thing from? It's a learning. It's a learning. You learn it, you do it, and you do it, and you do it. Before you know what is happening, you become it. <laughs> you become it. Are you not interested in becoming that kind of a being? Gentle. Is the way. Hallelujah. Those are things that, are, that were configured in Christ Jesus. They were configured in him. They were configured in him. They were configured in Those are the laws that are operational in him. That is the reason for his reigning. When you say he reigns, he reigns, Jesus, the son of God, you reign. You reign, you reign, Jesus, the son of God, you reign. You know why he's able to reign? There are laws that he had obeyed that made God to give him, because you can't reign without eternal life. There is no reigning without eternal life. And there is no eternal life without a building. They build Christ first in you. When Christ, those laws that are in Christ, laws that made up Christ, they reveal them to us. Laws that made up Christ, they reveal them to us. You begin to see, thank God for what Jeff was saying. Jeff just took that scripture from me. That is a, a Peter that talks about what you add. Add to your face. Those are realms of Christ. Those are what you find in Christ. Temperance. Patience. Brotherly kindness. Brotherly kindness. Kindness. The law of kindness. You know what I was saying? Was it on Thursday? I said the civilization has eroded those things from man. Kindness. Man has become mean. Cannot be kind to one another again because you think of yourself. Man can no longer be kind. You don't have time for anybody. You can stab any... When you stab your brother, you are being unkind. Yeah. That's not kindness. Brotherly kindness is beyond me. Giving something to my brother is good, but also not being harmful to my brother. That is kindness. Tender. Kind, you know, tender towards one another. Tender. Tender. Tender, you don't want, I, I, you know, something, something happened some, 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 about two years ago, we, we wanted to, we wanted to send some money to Kennehagen Ministries, and um, we did it online, we did it the first time, they said it didn't go through, immediately we did it the second time, it now went through, by the time we checked the account, we discovered that. It had gone through two times. 
and it was some, some amount of money. So I called the bank. I said, see, you debited us two times. What happened? You, the first time you said it didn't go through. So this is one of the benefits of the way. The, uh, you see, the, the Lord told me this. It's a secret the Lord showed me. It's a secret. It's a secret. This part, this thing, this door that is opening to us, the Lord said, when you walk in it, it will quicken your body. <laughs> Quickening of the body is packaged in this way. Because when your spirit is gaining life, it will touch your body. It will touch your body. I was saying it that day. I think it was Dr. Lamico, you were there that day. When um, after the convention, the last day of the convention, Pastor Ozo's convention, I was so blessed. I just saw a door that I need to walk through. It was so clear to me that I need to walk through. Revelations of Christ. Walking in the Spirit. Revelations of Christ that we need to perfect. It was so clear. It was like a big door. I, just, I was just sharing. I said, Kai, I'm so blessed today. I'm so blessed. I could see something. I see, I see direction. I see where to, to walk on. I see where to focus on. But Dr. Lamikran was there. He just brought forth a tongue. And the Pastor Tokwe was there. He said, this door that you have seen, you are going to walk in it. It's for you to walk. He said, you will walk and walk and walk. He said, walk for your body to be quickened. He said, walk for your body to be quickened. Walk because of your body. Walk your body, your body, your body. So that it can carry the weight of the walk. So what I'm saying, I'm not preaching a sermon. I'm telling us that our lives depend on this thing. Our lives depend on it. If you joke with it, you joke with your life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what was I saying? That what? The money went twice. So I called the bank. They said, okay, okay, okay. They will trace it. They will trace it. He said, we should have said before then, I mean, long before, I said, we didn't quickly check the balance, you know. So they went and traced it and came back to us and said, the money entered Kenneth Hagin Ministries twice. That, should they go and retrieve it for us? Because, pastor said, what? You know what he said? He said, to go and disturb Hagin. That's the way he put it. You know, that's heart. He said, what? Because of money? Go and disturb Hagen. Now begin to tell them to refund money. He said, no, 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 no. Don't disturb Hagen. Leave it like that. You see, honor and respect. You see, but the civilization, you would have calculated how much money can do. So when I told the bank lady, she said, what? You won't collect your money? That's a lot of money. I said, no. It's for the gospel. It's good. Say, but that's a lot of money. A lot of money does not make me to disturb again. We said, leave it. I said, it's for the gospel. I said, they deserve it. He said, but you should collect your money. I said, no. 
They think in money. So kindness is not there. The world thinks in gain. When you think of gain, you will not be kind again. You will be mean. You will be mean. I was saying it on Thursday. I said, the, the civil, modern day woman will fail the test of Rebecca. The modern day woman that the servant of Abraham prayed and said, God of my master, as I am going, help me to choose a wife for the son of my master. And this is how I will know his wife. Any woman I will ask to fetch water and give me. Eh? And she will give me water and also feed, I mean, give uh, my animals water to drink. That is the wife. Modern day woman. Am I your slave? He will be as if he finished resting for his husband. The law of kindness has been erased. The law of kindness is no longer, it's not fashionable to be kind. Everybody mind your business. Everybody mind your thing. Why should I be kind to you? My time, I waste my time fetching water for you when I've got train to catch, when I've got bus to catch, when I've got this one to do. I don't have time, man. But if we are going to lay hold on eternal life, those virtues must come back. Those virtues must brotherly kindness. You refrain from hurting your brother. Refrain from harming your brother. Refrain from defaming your brother for no reason. For no reason. Kindness. You, 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 sh you should have fear in your heart. Are you seeing the way? You see, because we need to know where to put our feet when we are walking. You, you, you walk, you, you walk, you run, not as uncertainly. So fight I, not as one that beats the air. We can be talking faith, hope, and love, faith, and you don't know what to do. Without Christ, you don't know what makes up Christ. You need to know what makes up Christ. It's so clear. It's so clear. He said, follow peace with all men and holiness without which, that is, when I do peace with all men and holiness, you know holiness, I must have done righteousness and done righteousness and done righteousness unto holiness. So when I'm following holiness, I'm following righteousness. You know, you, you were talking about righteousness yesterday. What God says is Right. It's not easy to do what God says is right. It's easy to turn out your own righteousness and stay there. When you want to begin to do what God says is right, you are stretching beyond the natural man's capability. That's why you need grace. You need revelation of what is right. At times, what you feel is right is not even right. A lot of times, we think some things are right. Do you understand? I, I remember this thing brings me to the story of my brother some years ago. He just came. He's the first son of the family. He's one directly after me, two years older than him. 
And uh, when my father was alive, their father, that's our grandfather, had a lot of land, plenty. Their people have sold and sold and sold. My father did not think of selling the land. His eyes were not there. All of a sudden, my brother just came and said, we have family land, and they have sold all our grandfather's land, this one, that he wants to sell land. And he went, I don't know whether it's four plots. You know land in the east is uh, like gold. Whether four plots or six plots, uh, he said he was going to sell. And he said, they should not tell me, because in Igbo land, women don't uh, inherit land. I said, they're laughing. You know why? We all grew up in Undo. We don't know Igbo culture. <laughs> He doesn't speak Jack one word of Hebrew. Uh, where did you get the culture from? Uh, I, I was, he said in Hebrew land, no, but women don't participate in land there. They should not tell me. Uh, <laughs> very strange. And I now laughed. You know why I, I laughed? And I was so angry. This same father that you are inheriting, when he died, he came from Ghana. The night before we carried the corpse to the east. He came, he didn't say anything. The clothes we were all wear, I had bought it. I didn't know whether he would come, so I didn't sew his own. I just took it and kept it with the tailor. He came in the night and met us in Ibadan. We were to carry the corpse of Ibadan to the east. So I said, Beleo, you came for your father's burial. What did you bring? He said, am I the first person whose father will die? And... Uh, he will not have money to bury him. I, I said, is that what you are saying? This same man that is claiming Igbo tradition. I said, you didn't bring money. I said, okay. My uncle said he gave you $300 for me. He gave you your own, $300. Gave me my own. Where's my own that they said they should give me? He said he borrowed it. <laughs> You are coming for your father's burial. You didn't bring money. The one they gave you to give me. So when in the morning we woke up, we had many cars that were going to, to Oweri. He said, I said, please. And there was fresh scarcity. And I had spent money doing everything, sending money home, doing this one, this one. I said, okay, can you fill the cars with fuel that we are taking? He said, doesn't have money. Hey, my head... My head just tashy. My head tashy. 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 I said, Kai, 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 Kai. <laughs> so we managed to get to the east. I, I filled all the cars. We got to the east. I bought uh, drinks, you know, juice, uh, this thing, inside the car that, that we, we used to entertain visitors during the, this thing. No, you don't. So we went to church. We went to burial ground. It was time for reception. I went to the car to carry the drinks to go and be putting on the table. There was no drink there. Finished. No, I'm telling you what is right. No, are you beginning to see what is right now? Ha! Huh? When I saw it, I started crying. Visitors, are, I brought juice from Lagos. He said, when I started crying, he said, ah, is that why you are crying? Because of food juice, you are crying. I said, what happened? 
He said they drank it in the night. They used it to do VG. Wake up. How else can a man be provoked? Provocation? On every side. I was weak. My mother said, don't cry, don't cry. Stop crying. You know, this thing has been building up. So we now finished that one. We left. Everybody went on their own. It was now time to go and buy, to go and sell land that belongs to the father. That you came for his burial in an irresponsible way. And you are now claiming that women. I said, where's the man? Can you show me the man? He said, he's the, the first one. He's the one. You know that one made me laugh because he doesn't speak one language of evil. We didn't even grow up that way. <laughs> ah, ah. So I said, Kai, this boy. I said, when that father, your father died, how did you bury your father? I was going to take him up. If I do that, am I, am I justified to, to Yari? Am I not justified? Mind him. You know what the Lord said? Peace. 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 You know what that peace means? Relinquish your rights. Let's go. Hmm? It's an alive life, Peace! 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 That law of peace is constituted in Christ. It's one of, it's one of the laws that raised him. So, I had to become a mumu. I left him. And I didn't say a word about it again. He sold the land. And he spent the money. And he finished it. So when he finished it, he came back to me. That he needs money. So I didn't answer him. You know, sir? Didn't I see the text he sent to me? That I needed money and I was not answering him. Ah, Irukinia. I kept quiet. So my husband sent money to him. Then he went away for some time. He now had a problem with his eyes. He needed glasses. I said, I told my sister, I said, if now that he's seeing, he's a liability or not. When he stops seeing, what will happen? <laughs> I said, I beg, go to, I look for an optometrist. I said, can you go there? He said, no, it's not going anywhere. He's, we started begging him to go and see an optometrist. <laughs> he said, it's not going anywhere. It's not going. So my husband had to call him and beg him. Pay Joe. It's my money I'm going to spend. He said, I should send the money. I should not. It's not going. That, that one, they, they will cheat me. You go and do Rosa. I said, I'm not giving you money to, for Rosa. I will pay the optometrist myself. He said, no, it's not going anywhere. All of us, we shall, got, we shall have pushed him aside. But love, compassion. 
I had to beg my siblings. I said, please don't let him die. Let's help him. Don't let him die. So when he wants to collect money from me, he will say, I'm dying, oh. I'm dying. I'm dying, oh. <laughs> they sell, send people like that to you. It's to build your charity muscle. Build your mo Say me you want eternal life. Eternal life is not cheap, man. Eternal life. You know, we have heard it. It's only Christ that can hope for God. It's only Christ that can. And this is, so, Christ. <laughs> Christ. Christ has to be built in us. For Christ to be built. Now, the building, the building does not take place until you begin to do what is revealed. It is in doing, taking steps, that the building is constructed. You see, they will not add block that you have not walked to your building. They won't add it. Block that you have not, when they reveal to you. Civilization will rob you of eternal life. Because every what civilization teaches you is your right. Your right. Now, when you insist on your right, you can never pursue peace. When you are right, you can never pursue peace. You will not be able to keep peace. Because in enforcing your right, God save you that they now bring somebody across your path who also knows about rights. Now, you will now have to choose between your rights and eternal life. Because what you are going to prove to God is that I value eternal life to any other thing. Any other thing and every other thing. I'm ready to let go of every other thing so I can lay hold on eternal life. So a lot of times what God does, when you are around those things, the Lord will ask me, is that what you want? Say God of any. You always ask me. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? I say no. Say okay, if that is not what you want, leave it and go. Leave it and go. Is that what you want? Nothing can be compared to eternal life. Eternal life is an attainment. Is a status. Divinity, the life of the creator. Coming to reside in man. But for man to get to that life, man has to go through this path called Christ. And the laws that are inside Christ, they will be revealed to us. We will do that. More of those laws will come. The, you know, Paul was right. He said, concerning brotherly love. I don't need to write again. For you yourselves, you are being taught. God teaches us how to love one another. God teaches us. He teaches at times it can be discouraging, but he will tell you, don't be discouraged. Keep at it. Keep at it. Keep at it. Like I told you about Tessie. At some point I was discouraged. I said, have your space. I don't have time. I've tried. God, use me, O Jare. Use me, O Jare. Forget Tessie. Use me, O Jare. And he said, no, it's not like that. This is the, he said, this is the excellent way. 
This is the excellent way. That is, do everything to win your sister. Do everything. And it was just one more. There was one I failed, and I failed woefully, and I regret it because I suffered. I won't tell you how I suffered. I suffered, eh? I suffered. Oh, I suffered. Ah, Mumajiagon. Mujiagon. Muji, I don't like that kind of suffering. I can't, I don't like it. There was this sister we were living together. She was too cantaqueros. When you say cantaqueros, she likes to insult me where people are. Especially where she, where she sees people are honoring me. She wants them to feel that. So she does it constantly. You know, nothing can be as painful as you being dishonored. I didn't deserve it. I don't know what I did to her. Later I got to know. And that thing could not be healed. She just could not stand anywhere and being honored. She couldn't stand it. And in trying to keep peace, I've gone to a meter. Before those things started, the Lord told me, he said, make sure you love that your sister. Before she, that is, when God tells me, make sure you love this person, I should just be preparing, I should be preparing for trial and tribulation. Because the person will show me pepe. He said, make sure you love her. So when I greet her, because me, I don't know how to. One day, she so disgraced me outside. I just said, enough. Enough. Kilo day gone. So I went to church. On my way back from church, I just told myself, I'm done with this lady. I'm just done. I'm done. She told, as I was coming from church, you know what the Lord said? The Lord said, won't you go and check your sister? The person that disgraced me in the afternoon. <laughs> he doesn't want this, the heart to settle. He said, won't you go and check on your sister? I said, my sister. I said, eh, my sister. They abused me in the afternoon. He said, yes. He said, go and check her. Ah! So I went. When she, I got there, eh, I said, I, I just said I should come and see you. She doesn't even understand. To her, in fact, when she sees me doing all those things, she says I'm hypocritical. Olobaton. But hypocrisy, hypocrisy. Don't that you know that alien hypocrisy. She didn't know I was walking by instruction. Left to me, I don't want to come. Who? I don't want to come. I even don't want to see her around me. But it is it, it painful enough for me to carry myself to go to her house after she had rubbished me in the afternoon. I said, I just said I should come and see you. Say, eh. I said, eh. I said, I'm coming from church. I just felt I should come and see you. Say, eh. Okay. Okay, you know, that okay is like, hmm, this is hypocrisy, hypocrite, so that they will feel that she's walking in love. You know how painful that one is? <laughs> Not knowing that I'm walking by instruction. So I left. That didn't stop it all. She continued. In fact, I, I now got to a place I became pained. One day she was washing. She was washing in the compound. And I was coming. And the Lord told me, go and join yourself to her and begin to wash her clothes with her. I said, laye. Laye. This, she can't even slap me. But do you know what? Maybe that would have been the last straw that would have broken her. But I refused. That would break her and also help my own heart. 
Oh, Adabi. In where that is the excellent way. Ha. Oh, no, Ninya, oh, no, ye. Oh, no, Toro, oh, no, ye. Baba, mummy, debe. Oh, no, Toro, oh, no, ye. Baba, mummy, debe. Oh, no, Toro, oh, no, ye. No, that song says the narrow path, part of life. Say, God, take me there. The Lord said, go and join yourself to her and help her to wash those clothes she's washing. That one was tough. Somewhere in my heart, I was no longer interested in the relationship self. And the Lord, what he wanted to break, wanted to break, was that relationship that I wanted to break. And I was justified to break it because I have done everything. I have knelt down on this, my two legs, and begged that. When I was like, hypocrite. Hypocrite. I said, ha. Even if I have offended you, forgive me. And I went one day. I said, you see this thing? He said, don't spiritualize things. Don't spiritualize. So one day she bought a car and she was driving. I, I was seeing her for the first time driving. So I said, ah, you have become international driver. You know how she answered me? And she drove off. You know what the Lord said? That is your sister. That is Christ. Better discern her. Not by her attitude. By who she is. And be careful how you relate with her. That one, I failed it. I failed it. Eh? I do, uh, Pastor Thompson will pass this one. Do you know what I'm saying? This is our life. This is the door that is opened to us. That we must walk in. When we say we fulfill charity, we got You know what? As the said, his head is being his head is being heated up. God will supply grace. God will supply because the promise is sure. God cannot lie. God cannot lie. And he will supply grace. A lot of grace for us to walk. We have to walk. Walk unto all pleasing. That passage that, uh, that Jeff wrote, read, say, add to your faith. When you do all these things, if these things be in you. It, you know, I've been talking about this thing a long time. That passage, I told you, the way the Lord brought it to me. He wrapped up that whole passage. You know, like he will pack something and put it in my heart. I said, this one is your life. If that passage, how to your faith virtue, how to virtue this one, how to this one, God, brotherly kindness, godliness. He just wrapped up the passage. I don't know this by the spirit. He used the spirit to wrap it up and put it inside of me. Say, this one, pay attention to it. 
commandment. Say, when indices be you and they are bound, they make you that you shall never be, neither be barren. Being barren is not being able to produce fruit of Christ. Not being able to bear Christ after you have had the knowledge of Christ. You just have knowledge, there will be no fruit, no formation of Christ in the soul. Meanwhile, it is formation of Christ that God will come and visit and take to begin to give himself to. And abound. They will not just be in you, they will abound. That sister, now, if it is now that they tell me to go and join myself to her, you know I will pass it because I have grown beyond that level. At that time, I had not grown. Eh? Because God comes to add layer upon layer. He stretches you, stretches you, stretches you, stretches you, and adds to you as he gives you commandment to walk by. If they give me that commandment now, I will go, in fact, I will, I will tell her to go and sit down and wash it very well. I will rinse it and I will go and put it on the line. Now, I will do it. Then, I didn't have strength, no muscle. Hmm? No grace at all. Or oh, I was not willing. Because I had been too pained. I was asking, there can somebody want to just do this kind of a thing to somebody? And then you are going to be washing. She would think I'm still being hypocritical anyway. <laughs> As Christ is being unveiled, grace to do this. You see, there is something with knowledge, that comes with knowledge. Knowledge brings grace to do. When you have understanding, when understanding increases, understanding will naturally give you strength to do. Understanding will give strength to do. It will give strength to do. I, I discovered something. When the Lord says do something and I don't feel like doing it, he will go again. He will give more knowledge, more grace. Then he will come again and say do it. Eh? At times I'm not willing. And you say, don't, you will not say anything, you will go. And begin to build, 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 add more knowledge, add more knowledge, add more knowledge, add more knowledge. Then grace comes. You begin, it begins to make you, he, he walketh in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. The excellent way, the reason for the way is because of the promise. Eternal life. When you walk the way, you acquire a stature that can take the laws of eternal life. Laws of eternal life, they are even higher than the laws of Christ. What we just talked about now are laws of Christ that will prepare us for the laws of God. So you can imagine somebody who has not been exercised in Christ, they can't even bring the laws of God. They can't show you. You can't even see it. You can't see it. You can't comprehend it. You think God is wicked. You think God, there are times God tells me to do something. I say, God, you are not being fair. You are not fair. You are not fair. Until you now begin to introduce, say, this is my law. This is what I live by. And I want you to live by because I want to commit myself to you. Let's begin to thank him this evening. Time has gone. So we can go and rest for the evening, for the night service. Let's, let's thank him. Let's thank him. Let's ask for grace. Grace. 